What if five days before your birthday, you were diagnosed with an aggressive brain tumor, knowing that as a vibrant, young, energetic being, you were on a path of fulfillment in your life? How would you look at it? Well, today I have the miraculous Anya Volovic, who is my guest on today's show. And you will be absolutely blown away how she has embraced this experience and redefined what it means and choosing to see this cancer, the surgery, and the meaning of it as a blessing other than a horrible diagnosis. She's created an opportunity for the local community to come together and show up with compassion, care, and contribution. It's just been awe-inspiring. And being an observer of it all, I I tell you, this experience has shown that humans are pretty epic if you give them an opportunity to show love. We all instinctually want to help and come together. That's just the truth. It's in each one of our DNAs. The power of the mind is so incredible. And when you truly believe that you're healthy, healed, and well, there are very few things that can stand in the way. And Anya's going to prove that today. Let's get this started. I'm Joe Atalig. My life is driven by one burning question. What would it mean for me if I looked at life through the lens of love? In my pursuit to answer that question, I'm sparking conversations with thought leaders, change makers, and risk takers who are exploring the undeniable possibilities when we look at life through love. It is my intention that these conversations will help you find your own answers to that question too. Welcome to the Lens of Love Podcast. It is time to get this started because I barely slept last night knowing that I was going to speak with Anya this morning. And knowing Anya, we met about a year ago and we embarked on a six-month journey together in a mastermind group that really has made a huge impact on our lives individually and collectively. And Anya, I don't know if you remember this, but you were my first Kai Lego partner. I mean, and how can I forget? That was so <laughs> transformational. Totally. Yeah, that was so cool. And I remember you speaking about me relocating back to San Diego. And I still hold on to that. And I still believe it. And so you spoke so... Um, so when are you moving? I know, right? It's going to be <laughs> in the next year. I talked to my daughters. In fact, we went for dinner last night. And... Uh, yeah, I'm getting them prepared. <laughs> so yeah, that is that is wonderful. But uh, you coming on today, uh, I believe, is not just going to send ripples, right, in the notion of a love wave, but truly a tsunami of consciousness, of awareness, of love, of possibilities 
And my hope and intention is that it will challenge people in the way that they are on autopilot. And it will, you know, strike a chord within them to start to take inventory of their lives, of their thoughts, of the condition of their heart. Because everything that you've experienced really speaks to those things that many times we are, um, what's the word, dormant to, right? There are a lot of dreams and hopes and things that go to the wayside because we get caught up in life. And our conditioning and our thinking and our circumstances, it, it, it stands in the way. It is an obstacle or at least a perceived obstacle, right? And us really creating the breathtaking life that I think that we all want and deserve. So I don't want to, I'm going to shut up here because I really want you <laughs> to take us down the path. Um, I had spoken earlier in the introduction around what happened with the diagnosis, but there were some things that were happening prior to that. So let's start there, Anya, and just allow this conversation to flow and, um, yeah, and, and to do what it's set out to do, which is to really share the power that love is still the answer. So Absolutely. welcome, by the way, to the Lens of Love podcast. <laughs> mm, thank you. It's good to be here. <laughs> so for the past year, I've been having seizures and I was not aware or identifying them as seizures. And what I mean by that was that I had energy move through my body and take, it felt like it was taking over my body. However, it felt like there was a purpose there. So it wasn't concerning. I just felt like healing gifts were coming online. You know, I live in San Diego, so that's like the first thing that comes up. Oh, it's like energy moving through me. Okay, uh, I have healing gifts coming online. It's the, uh, like the thought of it being anything, quote unquote, negative or um, concerning wouldn't even enter my mind because that's not part of who I am or part of, part of my mindset. Right. So, so was, the, I just, was, the, was the energy, um, could describe the energy. It just, so what it, um, it just felt like, um, I, another energy is entering my body and then my hand was start moving mm. and it felt like I was clearing energy it, and then it felt like I'm reprogramming DNA you know uh, no big deal right no <laughs> big deal yeah just reprogramming <laughs> DNA <laughs> awesome so um so that's been happening for a year um and it wasn't that often for me to to question it right um and then about um a month ago i had a car accident um i literally started driving from my house and at 9 20 i left my house at 9 23 i was inside the car upside down calling mm. 911 uh, so i started I, I... driving and then on the stop sign um, again, the energy came online and instead of pressing the brake, I pressed gas and started flying up the street and into the concrete wall. Then the car flipped upside down um, and I en ended up in a neighbor's 
um, driveway. Wow. Wow. And, and the miraculous thing, I saw the photos. Um, I was just amazed that you walked away from that. I believe it was just like a scratch, right? <laughs> yeah, I just had a tiny scratch from the seatbelt that held me in place. So thank God for seatbelts. Um, yes. And yeah, the way that the car was, it was a total loss. Um, it looked like it went through um, like some kind of mixing container. Like it was, there was just metal left. And when the EMT and everybody else came in, they were just surprised that whoever was in the car was even alive. That's how bad the car accident was. Yeah, it looked then, off. Yeah. <laughs> and then the next day I went to, um, to the ICU and they took the test and they didn't see anything. Even though I explained to them, you know, what happened, you know, it's just, right. and I showed them the photos and for whatever reason, the, the regular process that they have to go through and the test that they give you, um, it just didn't show anything. And then fast forward two weeks later, I'm sitting in a juice bar and um, have another seizure, fall off a chair and end up in ICU again, had to get stitches in my chin, staples in my head. And then that's when they took more tests. And then that's when they found out that there's a brain tumor in my head and they had to operate right away. Wow. Wow. And how, what came across to you? What, what were, describe the, the, the feelings, the thoughts, what went through you when you heard that diagnosis? I think at first I was just in shock because I wasn't, um, I wasn't aware that I was having seizures. Even the word seizure just sounded so scary. So I was just in shock. I don't remember the specifics of all of the feelings, um, but it was it was just shock, and I didn't really know what was happening. And and so continue with what you know. So you learn then you have to have surgery almost immediately, correct? Or is it? Yeah, because of the condition and what they saw, they said that we have to operate right away. So the the fall that got me into the ICU was on coincidentally, and you know, I don't believe in coincidences. Um, it was on 8-8-19, which is 8-8 is considered Lionsgate, which is numerologically and astrologically is considered the most potent day of the year. Wow. They're calling it, they call it Lionsgate. It's when all of the stars and everything is aligned in such a way that you're the most connected to energetically to all of the um, astrological systems. And I probably like butchered the explanation. So, um, but it's, it was Lionsgate, um, that's when it happened. And I feel like um, there was some significance in that as well, that I opened up some kind of portal as well. Because during the surgery and even afterwards, I felt like I got a brain upgrade versus just brain surgery. I love like, it. Right, <laughs> yeah, like wow. right after surgery, I felt like my brain is even more sharper than ever before. I started getting so many ideas. So when I was in the hospital, I had so many notebooks with so many ideas. 
and just started writing and I had like this surge of creative creativity um, going through me. I had my friends um, come in with whiteboards and um, sheets of paper so that way we can mastermind together. So instead of it being just a hospital room, it turned into this little portal of ideas where so much magic was coming through. You know, that's really interesting, Anya, because, I mean, I've always known you to be extremely articulate, you know, definitely present moment. You always had phenomenal ideas. But I must say that I did notice like this up level, right, this up leveling of energy and just this unabashed like conviction and just the, you know, the ideas and just conversations you and I have had is, it's just been amazing. So that is beautiful. The, I don't, I don't want to overuse the word reframe because, you know, sometimes that's kind of a mind type, you know, I, but I think it is important to reframe it. It's just blows me away. <laughs> I, I, I don't even have words, right? How you go through this and, and, just your a whole approach to it. And then what, what blew me away was just how almost instantaneously there was this, I mean, I know that you have a strong community, but it has grown exponentially, right, since then. So, you know, I don't want to move too far ahead, but, you know, share how, you know, what happened afterwards and how the community really had come together, you know, and... And, and really made a huge difference, not just, it was kind of um, reciprocal, right? As you gave, they gave. So share about that experience. Absolutely. Um, so I started sharing on social media about my journey and about my mindset and how I'm seeing this experience as a blessing rather than a curse. Because a lot of people, they would hear the diagnosis or they would hear um, what I'm experiencing and they would be like, Oh, I'm so sorry. You're going through this. Meanwhile, for me, it was like, no, I'm not sorry. I'm actually so grateful and feeling so happy about this experience because of all of the other opportunities and connections and the power of love that has come into my space specifically because of this experience. So has it not happened? I may not have felt as much love and as much support as I have while this experience was happening. So what I did was I started sharing online um, and then San Diego has an amazing conscious community and we have this group called the San Diego Conscious Community. Um, and as I was sharing there, I was also asking for support and complete strangers started coming in and offering support in their own way. So whatever their magic, whatever their gift, whatever their talents and expertise was, they would come in and offer that to me at no cost, with no expectation of anything in return. So I would have complete strangers message me and ask me where I am. Um, and then they would come to my hospital room, bring me water, bring me food. Um, one lady came in, she did my eyebrows because they were so overgrown. You know, it's like these little things that uh, a lot of times you don't even think about. But, you know, I was looking in the mirror. I'm like, oh, my God, I really need to get my eyebrows done. And this lady messaged me. She's like, what do you need? I'm like, well, actually, 
what I really need is just someone to do my eyebrows. She's like, okay, I got it. And she came over and she did my eyebrows. And then I had someone else come in and do Reiki sessions. Um, and then so, many, so much water was coming in. You know, the hospital water, the hospital food is not very inspiring. So all of these little things has just been so amazing and so supportive and have, has been an, an integral part in my healing. So the community support, the community love has been a big piece of it. And I also feel like it has allowed a lot of people to come together themselves. So a lot of my girlfriends, what they did is they created a private group where they would chat and decide as to who's coming when and who's bringing what kind of food. Um, so they were able to connect and form deep and beautiful friendships that otherwise they would not have. But because of this experience, it allowed them to shift their viewpoint of what sisterhood and tribe really is all about. Wow, that's, that's, that is absolutely incredible. And like I had mentioned before, I think that's our strongest desire, right? It's, it's innate in us, you know, to come to the aid of those. Um, and just how that all has developed really, to me, is, is a great vision, right, of the love wave. In, in the diversity and in just people's heart set and mindset, how we come together to have this unconditional commitment to the welfare of another. And in this case, it's been you, but it, it has been reciprocal. You've given so much to the community in the ways of, you know, your story, your insight. It's touched a lot of people, Anya, and it continues to. I, I want to back up a little, though, because I know that there are listeners who may not have the language that you and I have or are just amazed that you would see this as a blessing. In fact, I remember a video I watched on one of your platforms, and you wanted to thank cancer. And I was like, that's going to throw people like, wait, you're going to say what? <laughs> like, I love it. She's just. <laughs> and so just share, you know, like. How does one get to this mindset or heart set, right? And I, I know it's been, but in a nutshell, if someone says, I want to look at life in that manner, right? What would you share with them? Well, I can't give advice. I don't know how every single person is different. So I can only share what my experience has been. And I sure. hope the listeners can take away whatever is going to land for them. So for me, so the reason why I said that um, I'm grateful for cancer and it's a blessing is specifically because for 35 years, I have felt alone, not loved, not belong, and completely isolated from humanity. So I was in such a, I was, I was not depressed, but I've never felt like I'm like I belong. That was my core wound, wound. Like I do not belong. I'm not here. I'm not like the others, uh, and mainly because of where I'm from and the fact that I have an accent in both my native language as well as the English language. So no matter where I was, I was constantly asked where I'm from. Hmm. Wow. And no matter what I would say, that would not be sufficient enough. Yeah. So throughout my entire life, I felt like I did not have a home and I did not have a specific answer that would satisfy 
you know, so I was a complete stranger in the world. I was mm -hmm. a foreigner, no matter where I was. Wow. And then I had this blessing and this gift that came in the form of cancer experience. Um, wow. And once that occurred, I started to experience everything that I've been wanting my entire life, which is to feel loved, to feel seen, to be understood, to feel like I belong. So that's what this experience brought into my life. I started receiving love. I started receiving support and sisterhood and tribe and people seeing me and recognizing me as, as, my, as my soul essence actually seeing me and understanding me and receiving me as a human without questioning or asking me where I'm from. Who cares where I'm from? I'm from right. the planet. I'm yeah. from the stars. Yeah. Wow. That, that's huge. So that's why I say that it's a blessing. So every single thing that I've ever wanted has actually is coming currently to fruition because of this experience. I've always wanted to make a huge impact in the world. And now this experience is giving me the platform to do so, such as having this interview and uh, being on this podcast right now, to be able yeah. to speak and share my story and to make an impact. If it wasn't for the cancer experience, then I would not be able to do this. Maybe right. there would be a different path, but that's why I say it is a blessing. So to bring it all back together and to see how um, someone else who may be in a different situation, how they can reframe and shift. I would say, how can you see what's in front of you as a gift? So, so often we as humans, we look at a situation and we don't like whatever is happening because we think that something that we want is better. Yeah. So we don't trust in the divine plan. We don't trust in God, source, universe, whatever you believe in. We don't trust in the bigger plan that's better than our own uh, unconscious and conscious mindset based on what we've experienced up until this point. So if wow. you're resisting something that's in front of you, you then you it's coming from ego and you think that the way that you want life to work out is the better way versus trusting in the huge divine plan that all of the dots will connect and it's going to be even greater even bigger even more magnificent and magical than what your limited imagination can even comprehend that's massive so so massive i i wrote down here you said you know in terms of not feeling like you belong, right? You want to feel like you belong. And I, I believe every human wants to feel that they're a part of something. Um, and, you know, you said love and acceptance came in the form of cancer. I mean, if you, oh my gosh, it's like, <laughs> we had that conversation just recently about how we put more trust in Amazon. <laughs> mm -hmm right, than we do in the divine. Right. And so when we ask for something, you know, love or acceptance, right, and it comes, we open the door and it comes in the form of cancer. We're like, oh, no, this ain't it, right? <laughs> I didn't order this. <laughs> and, 
or like with Amazon, right? We don't question that they're going to deliver it. We, we don't call the next day and say, did you send it yet? I mean, we have so much blind faith in it. And what you just shared right now is so beautiful. It's like the divine plan, right? And so sickness has nothing on the divine, right? Disease has nothing on the divine. It is supernatural. And so as you speak now and saying it came in the form of cancer, it just really <laughs> opened up this huge revelation to me around it's actually what you asked for. I'm right, talking about exactly. love and the acceptance, yeah. et cetera. So yeah, it the just comes in a different package. Yeah. You know, like and, don't judge the package. <laughs> right. And, and yeah, exactly. And, you know, because we're, you know, as humans and then, you know, especially in the States, you know, where we're so, we look so, um, you know, vividly through the lens of society and all of those standards and conditions. So there's an extra element of judging what comes our way. And f for you to say, because we're, we're formless, right? And we look at form and it came in the form of cancer. But because we're formless, you looked at it in that fashion. You said, oh, look at the gift mm -hmm. that just, <laughs> you know, and what it has done is just opened up right? The desires of your heart. It's freaking amazing. It is freaking amazing. So I know that with, in terms of rehabilitation and all the things as you are getting functions of your body, I mean, you quickly like were blowing the medical staff and those in the hospital. You just blew them away. I want you to share a little bit about your conviction, your intention, and your knowing, not in the head, but in the heart, right? I mean, your heart is what drove your mindset. What was that that helped you to walk sooner and to actually just move in a space that was just, we were all like, in, what is happening right now? <laughs> <laughs> right? So share a little bit about that, Anya. Well, I think mindset is key. Um, and also being clear as to what is your intention. So I was clear that I wanted to watch the sunset and sunrise and put my feet in the grass. And I kept on visualizing my feet in the grass. And that was such a huge theme to the point where when I was sharing it on social media, I had complete strangers send me photos and tag me in shots of them watching the sunset and sunrise and putting their feet on the ground. Like oh, that's man. another like piece of the movement that people from all over the world, complete strangers, took an extra five minutes to pause and and watch the sunset, whereas otherwise they would not have. Wow. Like that alone was just so amazing and heartwarming. Yeah. Of like encouraging and inspiring a complete stranger to take in the natural beauty that mother earth is giving us every single day and so many of us are taking for granted sure yeah no absolutely so yeah. that was um one piece of it um mm. and then the the mindset around it being a blessing i was just so open to receive and so grateful 
for all of the gifts that were coming my way and all of the love that I was receiving. So I was just in the space of so much gratitude. And I think that's what shifted my mindset as far as like this entire thing with like, I was not seeing it as I have cancer. I was looking at it as I'm having a cancer experience. Uh So the words and the power of words and being so intentional with how I use my words have been so powerful as well. And I was even when the nurses would come in, I would gently and lovingly correct them when they would say something. So they would be like, oh, is this your weak side? I would be like, no, this is my effective side. (laughs) Because words hold so much power and energy. So if you're calling something weak, it's going to be weak. So I choose not to use those words. And I choose not to identify as any side being weaker than the other side. Yeah. So mindset was a huge piece of it. Meditation was a huge piece of it. Then I also had crystals and essential oils running throughout the entire um, hospital room. So the using all of the healing modalities that I've been using before have, have been supportive as well. Um, and of course, it's, I believe that it's every single thing that you do up until whatever happens to us, like everything makes a difference. So I've been doing yoga for over 20 years. I've been meditating for the past year consistently. You know, so all of these things, having a healthy lifestyle makes a huge difference. So I feel like I've been preparing for this experience my entire life. Yeah. So having healthy habits, it's not just like, oh, it's nice thing to do today or this week, or I had a good week. You know, I went to x number of yoga classes and i had a green juice you know it's mm. like your your every single tiny action step it's almost like you're depositing into your health you're depositing into your future so mm. the the reason why i rehabilitated and started healing as fast as i have is not only because of the way that i was looking at the situation during the, my entire stay in the hospital it was all of the years prior that I was depositing into my health, into my lifestyle. Wow. You know, for me, what really excites me is the notion of connectedness, right? uh, I love what you said earlier, actually, that there are no coincidences. So, you know, in hindsight, as you look back and you see a common thread right? Sown through decisions and hardships and victories and, you know, education and relationships. And, and then as those things came in terms of, you know, being centered and grounded through meditation and yoga and spiritual practices that really served you in that moment, just like you said, I didn't realize it was preparing me for a time such as this. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when people listen to a podcast I believe it's a part of that as well. And so, you know, I declare right now that this is a seed for someone that is listening. This is, yeah. And that's why I keep on sharing online as much as I do, because I want to, to share and give people an opportunity to not to wait until something like this happens for them, 
um, or anything happens in their life, but rather they keep on depositing into their life every single day in their own way. Whether yeah. that be like watching the sunset, something as small as that, that supports your mental state, that supports the way that you show up in the world. And, you know, or next time you're questioning whether or not you want to go to yoga, go to yoga, you know, or meet up with a friend and have a loving, deep connection. Yeah. Go and do it. You don't have to, because all of these tiny little steps in the moment, it may feel tiny, but in actuality, you're adding that little extra drop into your future, into endless possibilities of what you're capable of achieving, attracting, and creating not only for yourself, but for other people, because the way that you show up in the world afterwards is so different. So you're creating a ripple effect by you depositing into yourself. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, I can affirm that as you spoke earlier about intention, how you have really demonstrated for those that have been blessed enough to really experience your journey from the very beginning, you know, what intention looks like, what it sounds like. And, you know, I see it in so many ways. I think the thing that I knew was going to manifest was when you had specific criteria and you knew in your heart that uh, where you were going to be staying, you know, when you were discharged from the hospital. And I was tickled with like, okay, this is where I want to live. X amount of miles from, you know, it needs to be near Encinitas. I want, you know, to experience nature. I want to, you know, go out and breathe, be in the sun. And I'm like, look at her go, you know? And it was just unapologetic, not arrogant. There was this notion of increasing your level of asking because you knew without a shadow of a doubt, I'm worthy. <laughs> I mean, not even about the worthiness. There was just this knowing, right? So if you wouldn't mind just sharing how that all came to pass, because <laughs> you're experiencing it right now, right? Yeah, definitely. And there's so many different examples, but I'll share yeah. that one and then I'll see if I can sprinkle in the other ones because it has been so magical. Yeah. Um, so regarding the, the apartment, so um, as this whole accident getting into the hospital was happening, coincidentally, um, I was also in the middle of a move because why not, right? Like, let's throw all of the <laughs> life's uh, why not, changes right? into it. Yeah. So, um, so technically, I was like homeless. Um, right. I was in the middle of a move. I was. I have not found a new place yet. Um, so, as, when I was admitted to the hospital, my friends went to my old place. They packed everything and they brought it to a storage unit. And, um, and then I was visualizing the type of place that I wanted to find. And then we had like 20 of us all every single day looking for the place that I'm looking for. And it wow. wasn't even like too, too, with too much detail. I was just looking for a two bedroom, two bath place that's a standalone unit. So preferably like a cottage or a house or a condo on the first floor, so I don't have to use the stairs. Um, with outdoor 
seating or some form of outdoor space. So it wasn't like too detailed, but it was like pretty specific. Sure, yeah. So like 20 of us are looking for a place for like two weeks. And some of the people are even real estate agents. So I have like everybody on it. We're looking for a place. Um, I'm looking for a place. We're looking on all of the websites. My friends who are in real estate, they're going through all of their contacts. Nothing comes up. And we also have like a budget that we want to stay under. So, and also, so in another detail, it, we also wanted it to be within like a 10 minute uh, drive to the hospital in case I have to, because originally we thought that I would have to go to the hospital more often than now I do. So there were like maybe five different criteria points. Right. And nothing was coming up. And then my friend had, she was subletting a place to someone and he found a place. He's like, I was looking at something and I think I have, like, I want to take a look at this. So I'm like, okay, why don't you guys go take a look at it, take some photos and then let me know how it is. So my friend goes to look at a place. She loves it and she knows what I'm looking for. And she says that it, it matches all of my criteria. So um, I'm like, okay, so let's do it. You know, let's, let's apply. So I send in the application and it was like the fastest process ever because usually um, it takes like at least a few days. I right. literally submitted the application the next day I got approved, got sent the, the agreement, the lease with all of the information. And then, and that was like the next day. And it just so happened coincidentally, that my friend who was coming in, who was flying in from Germany was to take care of me for the next few months. He was flying in that day. So the place got available the day that we <laughs> needed it to. And when he originally booked the flight, it was just like another like coincidence. Like we just like picked the date. It wasn't even like specific to anything. And so the place got available exactly the day that we needed it to be available. And it's exactly how I want it. It has, the bathroom is huge. It's a wheelchair access. And even though I need a wheelchair, it's huge. And it's made specifically for people who are in their healing journey. It has outdoor seating. It's two bedroom, two bath. It's beautiful. And I just love it here. That's amazing. Absolutely incredible. So Anya, as um, you know, you're discharged from the hospital, which I, I, I think you were discharged like five days before they said, you just decided, okay, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and you walked out. I mean, you know, you didn't literally just say bye, but you know, you were discharged, which is uh, another incredible part of um, the journey. Um, absolutely incredible. So now that you are home and, you know, in your, in the healing process, what's the, you know, share your, the prognosis or the, you know, the steps. Cause I think you got some news, right. That was pretty exciting. Yes. So, um, it, so I was in the hospital for a month and they still didn't have the pathology results when I was getting discharged. But then I went to see the doctors and my neurosurgeon last week or rather this week. Um, and he showed me all of the scans and went through all of the details. And um, what they see is that 
they were able to remove the entire tumor. So there's no more tumor in my head, just magical. Mm. <laughs> that is amazing. Um, and um, originally they thought that I would need chemo and radiation. And um, because of the fact that they were able to remove everything um, and, um, and the condition of my brain currently, I will not need radiation, Oof. which is amazing. Yeah. That is just, ah, what phenomenal news. And at the same time, not really surprising, right? Um, yeah. Like I was very clear that like, yeah. this is amazing <laughs> and only like, great right. things are going to come from it. But yeah. it's great. I was there with my mom. It was great for her to hear it because she was freaking out, which is natural, you know, for a parent. Yeah. yeah so. Well, as um, thank you for sharing. I, I start to think about what this has ushered into your life and the door doors that have been really wide open now. Um, not that they were closed before, but it's absolutely clear, right? That you are stepping into this dimension of, of service, your, you know, quote unquote call, what you know in the depth of who you are and your contribution to this planet, right, is really coming to the forefront. So please share, you know, your vision. What What's happening as you have this desire, right, to teach and to, you know, um, serve your fellow man and woman, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I see myself on a stage sharing my vision, sharing my story with the hopes of inspiring and giving another outlook as to how we can reframe how life unfolds and mm. and trust in the unfolding of it yeah. whatever it may look like so and a lot of times we resist and we have our own um, ideas as to how it should unfold all of the shoulds so i'm right. here to let go of the shoulds so you don't shoot all over yourself. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, that, that is wonderful. What was cool is uh, uh, when I was, in San, I was in San Diego this past weekend and we had an opportunity to meet and you, you shared something that you had declared. You went to a, uh, a woman's conference and I believe it was a women's conference, right? And um, yeah. in San Diego, and you declared that you were going to speak from the stage and it wasn't your event. <laughs> and so, <laughs> um, so it, it is all coming to fruition right now, right? And so uh, I know that there was a video capturing that, but I really want you to give us the insight of what happened when that all came together? So I came up and the question was, why are you here? And my intention was to speak from stage. So that's what I declared and I said, and I need this mic to be on stage. So then I had someone bring the mic to the stage and then I walked up on stage and I, I shared my story, I shared my vision and what I'm here to cause and create. And it was just such a beautiful and surreal experience. And I don't think I even felt in my body. It was just like this soul-filled experience. 
And what was even more beautiful is all of the other things that came afterwards. So throughout the weekend, every single time I went somewhere, I would have people stop by and share the impact that my story has has been on them. Um, and then also, so that was last weekend, and then I got another opportunity to speak on Tuesday um, at another huge networking event in San Diego, which had about 100 people there as well. Um, and I spoke from stage there too. And I stayed probably like two hours after the event and had so many people come up and again, share what has come up for them based on my share, based on my story. And it's just, and I keep on getting so many messages from complete strangers of how I'm, my story is impacting their life. And um, it's just so, I don't even know if there are enough words to describe the feeling. Yeah. What's the the common thread that you are hearing from those that are acknowledging, you know, you and also the wisdom, the insight, you know, the the power of your story? What, What are you finding like people coming up and saying, this really hit me because that, you know, is there a common thread that you're experiencing? Most of it, it's about how, um, how inspiring it is, how inspiring I am, how strong they feel I am, and that it's giving them strength. So mm. whatever they're going through, it seems almost like not as significant or, or not as important because by me sharing what I'm going through and um, so often, people would think like, oh, cancer, it's so horrible. So it's really reframing the worst case scenario and whatever they're going through, it's shifting for them to be like, oh, it's actually not a big deal. And if Anya can do it, then I can do it. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, It reminds me of um, Marianne Williams's quote, um, which I'll read right here. Our deepest fear is not that we're inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we're powerful beyond measure. It is our light. It's not our darkness that frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people will not feel insecure around you. We are all meant to manifest the glory of God. We are his children. We were born. Oh, I read the same thing also, but it is, it is, you have given, as you are liberated from your own fears, you automatically give people permission, right? To live big. And you're doing that so amazingly, Anya. I'm just so thrilled to, be able to open up even more people to experience it and to know you. And I also want to take this opportunity to say, I'm excited because we're going to be collaborating um, very soon. I'm not going to officially announce it, but I do want to tell those who are listening. Anya and I will be working together on a project in San Diego um, in 2020, in, in the early months of 2020. And this is what happens when you open yourselves up right? When we are open 
And that has been really my cry the past couple of months is just being open, right, to the possibilities. And I know you and I really have that kindred spirit around possibilities. And so I want to, you know, sum things up with talking about from your perspective, what are some possibilities that come to your heart and to your mind about, let's just say the next year in the life of Anya Volovic, right? Talk about what are some possibilities. I love possibilities. <laughs> I do. <laughs> um, so it's totally possible for me to be sharing the stage with Lisa Nichols. It's totally possible for me to be a guest, to be an invited guest on Oprah and collaborate with her on a special project um, where we share the, the mindset shifts and really reframing what worst case scenario is because her story is also so powerful and she reframed it and she used it as a platform. So that's where I'm seeing the people that I want to collaborate with and that I want to add my magic into and share the knowledge, the wisdom, and the experience with the, with the audience. So that way we can create this beautiful ripple effect where there's actually nothing to fear. And the more open we keep ourselves, the more opportunities, the more abundance, the more love that can start flowing through us. But the key is to keep open and not to be attached to the how. Because if we are attached to the how, how it will come, when it will come, and all of the details. If we are attached and we are grasping it really tightly, then just imagine your wrist. If you're gripping something, you're not allowing anything to come in. Versus if you're keeping your palm open, then you're allowing yourself to receive. And giving and receiving is part of the same thing. It's a cycle. It's a circle. It flows. It circulates. So in order for us to receive, we give. And the more that we give, the more that we receive. And this goes back again to our human instinctual need and desire to feel like we belong, to feel like we have something of value to offer. Oof. Uh, I, I see that for you. I see it for us. I see it for everyone. That's just so beautiful. So, so beautiful. Um, thank you for gracing us with your presence, with your experience, you know, with really some valuable insight. And I know that as I've really began to take in the things that you shared, you know, with, um, uh, on your platforms, the notion of the reframing is coming up so instantaneously almost, right? When there's something that comes up, it's just so powerful, right? Because we're, we are all meaning makers. We make up the meaning of what happens in our lives. Mm -hmm. And yeah. if we have, if we have that power and step into that power, what a change we would make, not only in our own lives, but the lives of others. Because you and I both know, ultimately, though we want harmony, we need to find that inner harmony first, right? Um, or simultaneously, you know, potentially. Yeah. But, um, 
Once again, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I want to ensure that people know how to learn more about you, um, learn more of your story, and connect with you. So if you would share where people can find you on social, that would be awesome. I will also include it, of course, in all the show notes. So Anya, where can people find you on social? So my name is, it's the same on Facebook and Instagram, and I'm pretty active on both platforms. Um, my name is Anya, A-N-I-A, and my last name is Volovic, V-O-L-O-V-I-Q-U-E. So you can find me on both platforms um, through my name. The Instagram um, handle is Anya, A-N-I-A underscore Volovic. V-O-L-O-V-I-Q-U-E. And I know Joe will share all of that. So come find me, say hello. Let me know how you find, found me, that you listen to the podcast. I would love to hear from you and any takeaways that you have received from this conversation. Absolutely. That's awesome. Yes, please reach out. Anya is amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, thank you again for coming on and and really demonstrating the undeniable possibilities when we look at life through the lens of love. I mean, that is the sole intention of this podcast and what I've embarked on in my life. So thank you, Anya, for that. And for listeners, appreciate you joining today. And, you know, I want to share with y'all that uh, next week, Thursday, is my birthday. And I know that there are, our social media makes it um, pretty easy and convenient to uh, have friends and family on your behalf or your birthday donate to a cause that is important to the birthday person. So I'm not going to ask for your money. I'm going to ask for something a little bit different. And that is <laughs> to join the love wave. And what I mean by that is that I know that love is the most power when there is action behind it. So. I'm going to ask you to join me on my birthday and to document, videotape an act of love. And that could be befriending a stranger or a homeless person or, you know, aiding a child, helping them or calling up a person you haven't spoken to for a while and making their day. Um, kindness is rooted in love. And it is in that action that the ripple effects will make a difference in this world. Though we hear every day who got shot, who got killed, who's against each other, there still is amazing energy and love that is actually sustaining this world. So I'm going to ask you to join me. And when you post it on your social media, if you would tag me, Joe Italic on Facebook and Joe underscore Italic on Instagram and Love Wave Live. Um, it would be beautiful to see the demonstration of love because that's what's most important to me. That would be an amazing birthday gift. So I invite you to join me. Anya, thank you again, my dear, for coming on. Listeners, mm -hmm. I appreciate you so much. your support. Yeah, absolutely my pleasure. And always know, no matter what winds of life that bring and questions that come in life, love is still the answer. Bye, y'all. Thank you for joining. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Lens of Love podcast. 
If today's episode brought value and insight, you can help us advance the movement and the message by doing these three things all at the same time. First of all, give us a shout out on the platform that you're listening on. And then a five-star rating would be absolutely amazing and appreciated. And then lastly, of course, is subscribe to the podcast so that you can join the love wave that is happening across the planet. Now, you can find me on Facebook at Love Joe and on Instagram at Love Joe underscore Lens of Love. And visit me on my website at joeitalic.com. Thanks again for listening. And always remember, love is still the answer.